Hello. I'm not by myself. I have a friend. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I wish y'all had seen the face he was making before when we were messing with it. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the broadcast. Share it. Do it. Now. Now. Please. Now. Please. Uh -huh. We were just talking earlier about how Paul and I have been assumed to be in, in, intimidating people at various points. So I hope that Marky just shared the broadcast immediately when Paul said now, like, like with that sort of authority. We were messing with Marky earlier today. It's, it's, it's a fun time. It's a fun game. Marky is sensitive. I need to tender-hearted, tender-heart. She's no. like Jade. She cries very easily. Little tender-heart Marky. Marquee, Marquee. I need to hop on to see who's watching. BG Romero, I was just talking about you. How are you? You are such a... Okay, so Marquee's sister won the gift card last week. She's such a fun winner. Like, I got pictures of her shopping. Her gift card went to Ulta. And then I got pictures of her going into Ulta. And then her buying things at Ulta. Like, she was, she was stoked about it. It was fun. I want to see that, pictures. That's the hair place, right? The makeup place. Makeup place. But it's all the same. Same category. It's all the same. same category. I hear a pastor, Marky. Will you go unlock the door? Quick, quick, hide. quick, quick! Run, 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 run! Fast, Marky! And like a jackrabbit, <laughs> she's off. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's mini flash. It's been such a fun <laughs> Marky day. <laughs> <laughs> Flash. Oh, goodness mm. gracious. Y'all are not going to be able to miss Pastor today. Oh. Tell you what. <laughs> he just walked in. He's here. Who else is watching? Abby's watching. Marky's Prilla. watching. Prilla's watching. Say hi. Aw. It does make me happy, Billy, but I can't do it again this week because it does not show me that you shared the broadcast. Don't if you share the broadcast, us. I can put you in share. these things. Share always. Share, share, always share. share. Sharing is caring. Learned that in kindergarten. It's true. Boom. From a little age. From a little age. Well, kindergarten, I was probably like this. Did you cry on your first day of school at kindergarten? No, I locked my mom out of the car. <laughs> yeah. I thought I won that battle until I got home. <laughs> dad, dad didn't, he didn't push over as easy. I had a friend. So then day two, I done the flagpole, like I held the pole, and my mom had my legs, so I was like straight out. Like, I, I was just about to say, I had a friend in kindergarten that did that. Like her mom came in, she started crying, and she grabbed, I think, her desk or something, and was like parallel to the ground. I'm like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, this is great. You get cookies, you get to nap. Like, this is a great place. Yeah. My mom, the first day, my mom was talking to the teacher outside in the kindergarten I went to, the parking lot for kindergartners. It's like right behind the classrooms, so we had our own little parking. So my mom Aren't was talking fancy? to, and this is back in the day before people locked their car doors and stuff. So my mom was talking to the teacher and she did, I was like, hey, you're not paying attention. And then it was like off to the races, jumped in, locked the doors and was like, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, I pray for you say, so much, ma'am. I, I pray was, for you. <laughs> there, was, there was a hickory switch in, involved and I never did that again. <laughs> I, I wonder if you can pray retroactively. Like, I know this happened, but, like, my prayers, I'm not saying this could happen, but, like, I want to pray for her in that moment. Like, good job not hurting him, like, <laughs> publicly. <laughs> yep. 
But see, also, that was when it, it wasn't frowned upon if you beat your kids. D that's true. <laughs> Deborah Ann! Deborah Ann, Deborah Ann. Did you ever watch the show Pepper Ann? No. Did you ever see? Do you know what show I'm talking about, though? I've heard of it. It was like a Saturday was, morning that cartoon. That was not my a cartoon. I understand. Every I was time more of I a say Ninja Turtle kid. Ninja Turtles were good too. Every time I say Deborah Ann, I think of the Pepper Ann song, so I want to sing it for Deb. Deborah Ann, Deborah. You say Deborah Ann, I think of Barbara Ann. Ba 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 Barbara Ann. Elementary school, we had to do. Guess who's that here? Song. Guess who's here? He's here, and you can't miss him. <laughs> Such a good shirt on camera. <laughs> I feel so it's like dull really bright yellow, and then a dull yellow, and then green. And <laughs> Sir, yeah, that. I'm gonna have to fix this. This, this is gonna, that's Thank gonna you. aggravate me. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome. I feel so dull by comparison, like color-wise. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> Jade! Hi, Jade! I almost Jade. wore the yellow shoes, too. I Jade likes the new table. Yo, your husband chose the new table today. Way to be observant, Jade. figured, hey, let's try it. I think it would look good. Wow. Your wife says that you are the highlight of the show today. <laughs> <laughs> she really is so quick with that stuff. Like, it's, it's a gift. Uh, uh, she is quick. <laughs> Yeah, I, I shared a, a meme on our boxer line with, with pastors, and actually Nicole thought it was funny, but pastor didn't. I don't think he thought what it was. What was your meme? It was a manatee, and he had manatee. a piece of lettuce on his face, and it, it was, I'll read it to you. <laughs> memes are always better when they're read out loud. They are. <laughs> it was, I thought it was hilarious. Jade was like crying laughing. So while you're looking for this, I need, I need to share with y'all. If y'all don't know my pastor, my pastor has this gifting with technology. Like he, he, can, he can look at things and touch things and they work. So yesterday, I haven't told you yet. So yesterday my computer stopped charging. Like it wasn't charging at all. I plugged it into several outlets. It was dead dead. I even, <laughs> I even took it to Office Max and had them run a diagnostic. They're like, we don't know what's wrong, blah, blah, blah. I called the computer company. Like I did my due diligence before calling pastor. He comes in last night with a tool and did nothing except touch the power cord. I was like, I think it's working fine. And it started working. And I'm very thankful for this gifting that pastor has. But at the same time, <laughs> I, it's going to be mine. Instead, you know, instead of being frustrated, I'm going to receive it. And I'm also going to walk in the same grace. But I'm just saying, if your TV gets struck by lightning again, then just call pastor and he'll touch it and it'll work. Go, Paul, go. Go ahead and read the manatee to me. This poor creature hit an iceberg. What happens next remains to be seen. Uh, let us pray. Remains. <laughs> remain lettuce. I'll, have to put, I'll post the picture. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. So Gabe Mabry's birthday is today. Happy birthday, Happy Gabe. Happy birthday. To you. Doo -doo. Go Cowboys. Gabe will appreciate that. Your wife says that sarca your wife says that sarcasm and quick wit are a sign of intelligence. I'm a daggum genius. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know any, you know how pastor says that when the Holy Spirit's silent, that there's a reason and like <laughs> you can read as much into the silences as you can talking. I feel like it's similar with you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's where I learned it. <laughs> That's where I learned it. <laughs> there goes Marky again. Where'd she go? The picture just makes me laugh. <laughs> I think she went to get a drink, but she was off. She's back now. Somebody's. Mini flash. <laughs> there was a lot of theatric to that one. I, I feel like y'all are waiting on me to say something. You just need to go ahead and talk. Just, you were talking before I came in. Now you're like yielding to me, and I appreciate it. But just like be yourselves. I'm, I'm still getting set up here. Okay. So, <laughs> so on that note, <laughs> we have a winner who won the share. Contest wow, thingamabob. Really bright. You're very dull in this picture. Compared to you. <laughs> I didn't know who you were talking about. And as I'm talking, you're really dull. I'm, I'm like, wow, it's like a, I'll work It's like on a it. color fade this way. <laughs> it is. I'll make it more That's interesting. really good. <laughs> oh, I can hear myself. But no, I know who won. Do you want to know who won? I want to know who won. Pastor wants to know, and I'll tell you once you share the broadcast. Ooh. I'm going to give you a few minutes to share it. And once you've well shared played. it enough, then I'll tell you. That so was go. advanced sharing techniques right there. <laughs> Should we put a, a number on shares that we need before we give the winner? Ten. Ten shares before I tell you. Whoa. Oh, oh. Better get the clicking. Ooh, I like this. This is, <laughs> this is advanced. <laughs> this is Holy Spirit wisdom right here. So... Sharon's watching and Debbie's watching. Hello. Sharon's watching. So Pastor Nicole says, Psh, God gave me to pastor so he'd have some spice in his life. He loves me. I'm irresistible. Wah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> I love her. I love her. She's so great. Are you sharing the broadcast yet? <laughs> Are you doing it? Do it now. Deb says she shared. If Who not, else shares? I'll give the dad eyebrow. It's mm. true. And it was, it's an intimidating eyebrow. You don't want to see it. Where it's one of those that, that psh, sure. puts you right where you need to go. <laughs> Here, hold on. Mini <laughs> flash shared. Hey. Marky shared. Did you share it fast? Because <laughs> it looks like somebody beat you to it, so you mm, might That's have why she's it. mini flash. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was telling Paul earlier. Well, there's three. That I realized. Aw. Debbie, that I realized that I have a people voice and then I have my natural voice. So those of you watching, tell me when I switch because I have one that's like a, a public relations voice and then I just switch into normal Barrett. So when you can tell that it's switched, let me know. I go back and watch and I'm like, oh, there it is. It's like the, the Minnie Mouse voice. I'm Hello. <laughs> yeah, Paul, hey Paul was telling me it was my Disney princess voice. Hello. Thank you for watching. <laughs> I don't do it on purpose. <laughs> but you do it. Yeah. But I do it. But you do it. It's not an intentional knowledge that it's happening until I go back. Hmm. And I'm like, mm, I'll work so, on it. But you really do need to share this day because we're going to be talking about how to receive finances. And I know that's something that everybody needs to hear. It's true. Like everybody, no matter what your know. financial status is. Everybody needs to hear it. Everybody, 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 everybody. Everybody. I was waiting for you. You got the, the handheld mic. Everybody, everybody. Hey, it says 10 shares on here. Uh-oh. Y'all. Uh -oh. Y'all. Well, 
That's probably me as two of them. So we need at least two more because I've got the page and, and I, boomerang. I shared. Oh, I haven't shared yet. Oh, oh, you need to share it. That would count. So we need to get to like 13 shares. So okay. three more shares. Go, people. Three. Make it uh -uh. happen. Has my wife shared? Three. I haven't seen uh -uh. that. I don't share. Don't double share. No, Don't only one share. share per person. You can share it again <laughs> tomorrow, but just one per person. Everybody needs to hear Everybody. Do you hear how low your voice is right there? Everybody. 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 How do I share a picture here? I'm trying to, it's, hey, pictures. Anytime a technology question comes up, it reminds me of Napoleon Dynamite and the song at the end. Oh, I love technology. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime. Napoleon Dynamite. I know, what I know what I'll do. Which is better, Napoleon or Nacho? Nacho Libre or Napoleon Dynamite? Mm. I have a preference. You know, I need to go back and watch uh, Nacho Libre and Napoleon. I'm, I mean, because I'm a huge Jack Black fan, so I would have to naturally go Nacho. But Napoleon's, I mean, it's right there with it, though. It's... When he hits him in the face with a steak, <laughs> I lost it. But then going back to Nacho Libre, See, when he hits him in the face with a corn. <laughs> we need to we need to have a movie a movie time with the rights and the stallings and the nowers. George will watch Nacho Libre. He won't watch Napoleon, but he'll watch Nacho Libre. Probably because I laugh at it as much. Although I don't know if Pastor Nicole would like it. It falls into the stupid humor, and she really doesn't stupid like those. Stupid humor is great. <laughs> I mean, okay, I can't, for some reason it's not letting me share a picture. Can't you share a picture on the, <laughs> on the comments? Mm-hmm. I don't think you can while it's live. Oh, I think that's it. Well, we'll have to share it afterwards. <laughs> I got it ready. Primed and ready. Have you shared it three day. more times? Just three. Come on, people. They have you can, done it? I can get them to put it on back there. Well, Are they up to 13? I don't think. I don't know. I don't know mine's, mine, mine's not showing. Hold on, I'll tell you. Should we give a Pastor Nicole joke? Mm. Oh, style joke. It says we'll lose people. 11. <laughs> lose <Why>? people. <laughs> we why, did the last time we did it. Why are leaves so funny? Because when you squeeze them, they crack up. Uh-uh. <laughs> 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 You, you know you want to laugh. That was no, I don't. I don't <laughs> want to laugh. <laughs> Pastor Nicole, now I know the look that you get. Yeah. That was I rough. Just got it. Like that was a rough hey, one. There's <laughs> 11 shares. When we get to 13 shares, we'll tell the Two winner. More. Two more. Hey, Two there's more. Ashley Melton. Hey. Ashley Melton will be one. What? what? Hey, Tracy. Hey, y'all hurry up and share. I want to jump into this topic. Share it, Tracy. Share it. Tracy. Michael Braswell. Michael Braswell. Share it, share it, share it. When we get to 13, we're going to announce the winner. 13. Share it, and you can win a gift card. 12 shares. One more. Pastor Nicole says you're One funny. More. Thank you, Pastor Nicole. She, no, she didn't say you're funny. She said, she this, is more, uh, this is more <laughs> honest and correct. She says, I think you're funny. There's a big difference between that. Uh, well, she's the joke teller, so if the joke teller tells me that I'm funny, then that means it's funny. Mm. It's, in, it's important. That's what happens. <laughs> Sitting here, It's important? She's imparting Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Ashley, it says funny anniversary follower. Anniversary what does that mean? Follower. You've been following us for a year? Have we had the right 
What's right paid for a year? <laughs> I don't just share. I threaten people I that they listen that was to awesome. uh, We probably have had the page for about a year. Maybe a little bit longer. I came across some of my memories where I was still tagging the two of you together like that. Hmm. That's interesting. All right, let's see. I got, I'm refreshing how many shares. Dun, 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 13 shares. Okay, ready? Right, let's do it. You ready? But hey, and wait. Did you see what the weather was supposed to be today? Is it raining? It's oh, been raining. No. It's a good one, Paul. Maybe that, we should. That was. Maybe funny. we should stop and pause for a little bit and go outside and check. That was. Funny. I think that was pretty. That Did we have one giveaway or two this week? Uno. One from Uno. the Facebook share. See, si, senor. <laughs> All right. How many YouTube subscriptions did we have from that one week when we said, no, nah, that wasn't good enough. We got to do it again. I don't remember. I can go back and look. I'm curious. Anyway. We need more. Okay. <laughs> Deb says 13 is a blessed. She's is a blessed number. She says she's an anniversary follower too. Whoa. Okay. You ready? And the winner from last week's sharing contest is Chelsea Troublefield. Hey, hey. Chelsea. Yay. I love her. She's awesome. great. She's she, got a good smile. She does. She's a great baker. Smile. She made cinnamon bread, Amish cinnamon bread at Life Group last week. And she's bringing and chicken salad bagels this yes. week from what I saw. Yes. That's not right. When people be fasting, Paul. <laughs> I, I can have it on wrong. Friday. Bad jokes. <laughs> wrong, wrong time to be talking about food. Like, dull shirt. <laughs> I could have warned you. The Goonies. <laughs> well, you, don't do it. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> the Truffle Shuffle. Uh, the Goonies. If you do it, you absolutely got to stand up on a, the chair. It's a classic. I don't know if you're encouraging him to or not. Like, don't do it. But if you do it, like. <laughs> not I, think doing he, it. I think he doesn't want me to encourage. I think he's. I think I'll, he's I'll just give you the. Hey, you guys. <laughs> are, you like, are you like a double dare person? Like, if I double dog dare you to do no. it? No. I stand, I stand firm. I make my own decisions. I stand firm in the face of danger. I wish we I had a way to track who stayed on the broadcast the longest. Because if we could do that, then I'd be like, this person's going to win. Yep. Me too. Or they get like five entries. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Kind of like last night. I got... Ten extra points from Barrett. That's true. For George's <laughs> back song back, fun. All right. <laughs> Deb said truffle shuffle. Yes. <laughs> all right. So today we're talking about three ways to receive more. And now, so what was interesting last night before I go to bed, I'm saying, Lord, what do you want to do on the broadcast tomorrow? What what would you like to share? And he says, I want you to talk about finances. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, okay, awesome, great. Uh, used to, you know, I didn't want to share on finances and uh, because I could tell people didn't like it. Well, it wasn't necessarily people that didn't like it. It was their flesh that didn't like it. And, uh, yeah, and so, uh, you know, eventually you grow up as a pastor. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you learn. <laughs> And then you daddy. learn, hey, you know what? I'm really not here to cater to your flesh. Oh, shocking revelation, light bulb. And uh, so anyway, I, I then began to enjoy talking about that. So, you know, uh, I'm wearing the win and ones because I'm a baller. Yeah. My shoes do match your shirt, though. <laughs> it's an you and, had and one shirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not on this show. <laughs> pastor, calls the sh- pastor calls the shots. The end. That's all, Jesus calls like. the shots. So anyway, I was asking him what shots he would like to call today during the broadcast, and he said finances. And so I went, oh, good, because I look forward to it now. Jade said, Oliver just copied y'all. Hey, you guys. Oh, that's what awesome. Is, how is Oliver? I'm confused. Yeah. Well, apparently no. not. <laughs> What's he doing with Jade? Be with, <laughs> what are where, you doing with your mother? Where is my kid? <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourself. <laughs> Jade, you got some splaining to do. <laughs> you just got points with your wife right there. I know. I know how they get points. <laughs> so anyway... He says finances, and so last night at Impact University, uh, we were talking about some things, and one of the questions that Deb brought up is, how do I receive now? You know, mm-hmm. what do I do? And In other words, all right, I'm an ambassador. I know God wants me to walk in his promises. Otherwise, why would he say that all my promises are yes and amen? Obviously, he's wanting us to walk in the promises. But it doesn't seem like, I'm receiving the harvest that I should. It doesn't seem like I'm receiving uh, all of the promises and manifestation like I should. Anybody been there? I have, absolutely. And um, so she's like, how do I receive? How do I receive? It's time to go to the next level. I can feel the Holy Ghost saying, it's time for you to believe on the higher level and receive on the higher level. So uh, she asked that question. We talked about it. It was a great time. But then this morning I walk in uh, from taking Luke to school and Abigail and Marky are sitting there and all of a sudden I said, hey, 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 Chelsea just joined. Chelsea, we were talking about you, but we're not going to tell you what it is. I was about to, but I'm submitted, so good luck. Someone tell her in the comments. Tell her in the comments. That's funny. That's cheating. Jade said, he's with me, tell you later. (laughs) Nice. Well played. That's the eyebrow that happened at the beginning. That's it. It's an inherited eyebrow. We got it from my dad. Anyway, I walked in and (laughs) Abigail's there. I said, so if I'm talking about finances, what's a question that you have that you would like to have answered right now? She says, and Abigail, like right off the bat says, how do I receive now? I went, okay, Lord, I hear you. So we're talking about how do we receive now? And uh, before we get into that, uh, let's go to Luke chapter 16. And I just want to show you something. Show you something. Luke 16. Somebody put in the comments what it is. Ah, Priscilla told Chelsea. Ha, ha, ha. We also said you had a good smile, Chelsea. It's very genuine. Okay, Luke chapter 16. What? Marky sent me something that her sister sent her. I had sassed Billy for not sharing this week, and she said that she didn't know if she could be selfless and give up her gift card again like Abby did before if she won. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so let's look at verse 9, Luke 16, verse 9. And it says this. It says, And I say to you, make friends for yourself by means of the wealth of unrighteousness, so that when it fails, they will receive you into the eternal dwelling. So now, what is he talking about here? He's talking about finances. Can you see that the context is literally money? This is not spiritual wealth we're talking about. This is money, 
right? Can mm -hmm. you see that? Then he says this, verse 10, He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much, and he who is unrighteous in a very little thing is unrighteous also in much. Verse 11, Therefore, if you have not been faithful in the use of unrighteous wealth. So again, what's the context? What's he talking about? Money. 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 If you've not been faithful in unrighteous wealth, and he says above this in verse 10, this little thing, little thing. Mm -hmm. He says, who will entrust true riches to you? For if you've not been faithful in the use of that which is another's, who will give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, or God and wealth, or God and the world system of doing things. You can't serve both. So one of some very, very important points here is this, is he says basically that money is a very little thing in the kingdom. And yet... If I start talking about money, people trip all over it, right? And you can tell, which is why I didn't like talking about it at first, is because they, you know, people would respond. You start talking about giving, giving to God, giving to a ministry, and people, most people in the church, not the world, in the church, they start clamming up. Mm -hmm. In other words, how are they going to move to the place where the power of God is if they don't understand what Jesus says is this little thing. You've got to learn how to get on the right side of giving and the right side of finances and money or else it's going to be very difficult to move into the other promises of God. And uh, I would say, have y'all seen that to be the case too? Oh, yeah. I mean, and I had a point where I tripped over it at personally where I was having a hard time. Somebody talked, oh, they're talking about giving again. Not knowing that basically money and giving you know, unselfishly, the way God talks about it, giving in tithes and offerings, right? This is like Kingdom 101 class. Mm -hmm. And basically what God's saying is, this is the prerequisite class to move into the true riches. So how are you going to move into the power, the true power of the kingdom, if you don't even understand giving? If you don't even understand how to work in finances, how to manifest it. Because, see, when, as soon as you sit down and somebody starts talking about money and finances, and you're like, ah, oh, they're talking about money again, they're talking about giving again, you start claiming up, you're literally being influenced by mammon. Mm -hmm. You don't realize, you might not realize it, but that's the influence. It's trying to get you to not be like your father, a loving father. And so, and see, look right here, everybody share, shared it. Uh, hey, Christian here, Heron, and uh, people shared it. As soon as we start talking about it, it dropped. It was sitting around 11 or 12, now it dropped down to 7. So, oh, we just picked up somebody else. Glory to God. And this is what happens. You start talking about real stuff, and people don't want that. They just want the, they want the lottery, mm -hmm. you know, uh, which is why we give away stuff, because we want people to, uh, to hear the real stuff and, but we're, we're appeasing to them in that way. We're helping them to get to the place where they can hear the real things. I want people to walk in true riches, but we've got to get to the point where uh, to walk in true riches, we've got to understand about finances and giving and that God desires givers. Just this morning, so now let's go quickly over to 2 Corinthians 9, 8. 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and I'm going to give you an example of this right here. 
2 Corinthians 9, 8. It's talking about sowing and reaping. And then it says this, and God is able. I love this verse. There's so many absolutes. God is able to make all grace abound to you so that always having all sufficiency in everything, this is God's will. Mm -hmm. This is the will of God. But yet, you know, to hear many Christians talk, they don't know that this is God's will at all. They're, they're all, well, God, he, he never promised it'd be easy. Well, yeah, he actually did promise it would be easy over in Matthew chapter 11. You know, he said, my yoke is easy, my burden's light. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, he, didn't, he'd pro he didn't promise us that we'd be removed from storm. No, he didn't, but he gave you the power to tell the storm to be quiet, mm -hmm. right? He, he released that. So there's, there's many things. So but when you look at this verse, you see the will of God in your finances, that you have insufficiency for everything. And here's the key. You may have an abundance for every good deed. Now, he's not talking about just spiritual abundance, although that applies too. This whole passage is about money. It's about finances, and he's talking about that. <laughs> we went back down to six. Hmm. That's so funny. So this is what I mean. This is exactly what I'm talking about. People don't even, oh, these talking about money. Click. Not realizing they're giving you. We just had, just today, somebody got, they, they had this attack in their finances, and they needed a breakthrough. They needed it today. They were trusting God. They said, Lord, I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you. And we were able, as a ministry, because we know some stuff about Kingdom 101, about finances, we were able, as a ministry, right there, to fulfill a huge need, money, to give them money, to have an abundance for every good deed. We were able to do the good deed because we had the abundance, because we had passed Kingdom 101, finances. And, but many people are not, well, if I had it, I'd give it to you. No. He says, look, he comes up to you and he asks you for a cup of water. He's, well, he's wanting a cup of water. I don't, need, I don't need you to tell me how great it's going to be. I need an answer right here because we move in abundance. We are able to meet that need for somebody just today, this morning. And many people are not walking in this because as soon as they start to talk about money, as soon as you talk about giving and sowing, instantly the spirit of mammon attacks him because, oh, he's talking about giving, he's talking about mm -hmm. money. And uh, what they don't realize is that when a preacher understands this, he's actually coming against and attacking that spirit of poverty that's coming against your life, and that's what's actually happening. The pressure that you're feeling is the anointing destroying the yoke of poverty in their life. And uh, so we want to talk today about three ways to receive. You, all right, when you start to get this, you say, hey, I'm an ambassador of God. I have a responsibility to be a storehouse of the true riches of God. Finances, power of God, anointing of God. I am supposed to be a storehouse. I'm supposed to have abundance. All right, how do I move in that abundance? How do I move to that place of abundance? Okay, now I'm learning how to do it. But I know by the Holy Ghost, I know I should be walking in more. I should be walking in a quicker reception of the seeds that I planted. I've been a sower. I've been this. So we're going to talk about those things uh, today. But how have you, just in what we've talked about so far, and you guys that are watching, how have you seen these things play out in your life? How have y'all, I know y'all seen it. I definitely struggled with money and giving at one point in our life. And finally, I just realized, this is a you know, huge revelation. 
God's a giver. He is a generous, generous giver. And if I'm going to become like my daddy, then I'm going to be a generous giver. And when I got that revelation, it broke. So, Ready, go. We just, that's one thing. It's, it's hard to logically understand that giving it away brings it to you. Yes. But that's when um, you start digging into the scripture and you start understanding the way the kingdom works. Jesus talked about it a lot. Yes. Um, like in Luke 6, 38, giving it will be given to you. They will pour into your lap, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over for your standard of measure. It will be measured to you in return. Give it away, it comes back. That's right. It's, it's God's way. And a lot of times we try that and then we don't wait. We don't keep going with it. We'll do it and say, oh, well, it didn't work. Yeah. It might have worked for them, but it didn't work for me. So they're, they've got something else. They're more anointed than I am. They walk higher than I do. But it's, it's the continual obedience of doing it. Because a lot of times, and I've seen it where we've given up sometimes. Yeah. And the blessing was right there. Yeah. So then we got into the scripture and learned that when you get tired, you just keep going. Because right when you feel tired and you push in even harder, that breakthrough, the blessing yeah. is waiting right there for you. And then it's just like, wow. Yeah. 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 For me, I when I first started like really hungering after God, it was um, at a different church. And I wasn't really a consistent giver. I'd give every now and then. And I don't even think it was a tithe. It was just whatever I wanted to basically. Um, but it wasn't consistent. So when I moved here, I made the decision, um, when I got here that I would give the way that I knew I was supposed to, like I'd been really convicted of it there. And so I just decided, okay, it's going to work. And when I got here, I'm like, I didn't have a house. I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything. And within what a month, I was literally thinking about this this morning. I was going to ask you to share this testimony. Yeah. When I got here, um, I, lived with a couple in the church for about a month and the day after I got here I'd already purposed in my heart to give God gave me a job then about a month later God gave me an apartment and my job was decent paying for just me mm-hmm. and then when George and I got married so it and it started to unlock tons of stuff for me like I was growing in ways I hadn't before like I leaps and bounds and it started because I had made that decision. Um, So when George and I got married uh, and we were looking to move back here, we were still here, obviously, but we lived out of town and we were looking to come back. Um, We didn't know how that was going to work because he was retiring and we needed a certain amount of income we were still giving. And we decided that we were going to up our giving and not just up it, like decent up it. And God gave us jobs immediately. And then within months, like just supernatural turnaround in our, in our finances. So we've, we've made the decision anytime we need a breakthrough, we're just going to do, we're just going to crazy give whatever the Lord says to do, however the Lord says to do it. And it's made it uncomfortable on the flesh at times when you go and look at your bank account and the bank account has a fun number in it (laughs) on the flesh, but God's never left us and he's Mm -hmm. never lacked. We've never wanted for anything. We've always had exactly what we've needed, exactly what we've wanted. We've, we've never struggled and we never will because these are God's principles. Yeah. And they always work. Yeah. And one of the things that we talked about last night is if you, okay, let's say that you're a farmer and you're hungry, 
right? And you've got a handful of seed left to your name. You know, I'm hungry. You, your flesh wants to eat the seed. Yep. But because you know, I, if I eat this seed, That's I've it. got no future. Yeah. There is no tomorrow if I eat this seed. And that's the principle. And here's the other, that's principle number one. Here's the most important principle, right, is this, is when I have that seed and it looks like that's the only thing I have left to eat, but I say, Lord, I trust you more than I trust what I see. Mm -hmm. That's walking by faith. And that's one of the reasons why it's a principle of God. And that's why people don't like it because the truth is they trust what they see more than they trust God. Well, and just to make it really, really recent, a couple weeks ago here at church, um, we had a service and afterwards there was an opportunity to sow. Um, we had a need and um, Paul actually had a need and it was the same need for the same thing. Like it was really funny how it, yeah. what it was, but George and I decided we're sewing. Like we need this. That but service. That service. <laughs> we had decided like we need this, and theoretically this money should go toward what we have. But we're gonna sew, so we sewed into them. And by the time we left, like we our need was met, and then above and beyond met. So like other things we got to take care of too. So we walked out with more than we had walked in with, even <laughs> giving away what we needed to pay for the other thing. Did you? So for that same thing, that service? No, we had so, let's see, I think it was, because I was in there, I had thought about the other day, and there was, there was somebody that needed something, and we felt it on our heart to just kind of give, but it wasn't a, an announcement. Yeah. This is where a lot of people mess up. They want to let you know yeah. they're doing something. Which is not what I was just doing. No, 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 for, no, 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 and, no. And I know they know that, no, but no, no, that's no. not like, what I was doing. There are some people who say, hey, guys. Yeah. But, and we're givers. We sow when we have opportunities, and we trust God that he's going to match us, and we've seen that. Yeah. And that's one of the principles like we've learned. When you sow, you're going to reap it. Yes. Even when your bank account doesn't show it, yeah, that's when you have to realize who's bigger, your yeah. bank account that's or right. God. And that's something yeah. that we've really learned. So when we get opportunities, we give. We, it might not be amounts that other people give, but we yeah. give what we're told to give and what he, he tells us. That's the important thing is what he tells you to give. Yeah. Yes. So I yeah. think that's where a lot of people miss it. And we, we were one of those people that missed it. Oh, well. The bigger we sow, well, but if he's not telling you to sow that amount, you can actually step into a trap. Yeah, yeah. Because he's got it laid out for you. And that's something that we've learned to do. And so now when we have, whether it's somebody that we see outside of church or if we feel like we're led to give something, then we give, whether it's a buying somebody's dinner or yeah. stuff yeah. like that. You always have your ear open for that. So you, in this same service, the Holy Spirit moves and he puts on my heart something to share. And the end result of it is you had already sown so mm -hmm. that you could have a supply on something that was an extra bill. You sowed that service and both of you walked out and the thing was met. And yours, I know, mm -hmm. you thought it was this big yeah. and it actually was that big, but it all got mm -hmm. met. Yours all got met. Yeah. And uh, that's the way the Lord works. And that's where you trust him. So, Tell about that testimony. Abigail, I'd like for you to come up here and stand between them and tell the testimony in a second. But 
uh, tell your testimony of the finances, and then but tell your testimony of. See, this is a way of God. That we're not. We're, this is not th- theoretical. This is in God's word. And money and finances, God cares about. He wants you to have abundance for every good work. He in everything, in every place. So you had another situation, and the Lord says to do what, and then what was the outcome of that? Where, Which one? The, yeah, I know the one where He told you to sow from the business. Um, when I first started the business, I was sitting in one of our Holy Spirit services, and I had just poured out money buying a truck and. Um, business cards, tools, all that. And in construction business, tools are expensive. So, and I didn't want to go into a business being in debt. So I yeah. wanted to have my, I wanted my truck paid for. I wanted my tools paid for. I didn't want to be a borrower. Yeah. Because if I'm a borrower, then I can't be a lender. Yeah. So when we were sitting in a Holy Spirit service, and I, I clearly heard him tell me to sow this amount. And at the time, that was like, three quarters of the bank, the, the business wow. bank account. And to most businesses, it wouldn't have been that much. But this was literally, I think it was in the first, I think it was in the first six months of me starting a business. So I was still trying to rebuild the account after right. getting everything going and sat there and I argued for 45 minutes. Like, that's just <laughs> not going to work. My account is saying this. I have this, this, and this is going to be coming out. Like, that's going to put me so far and I argued for 45 minutes, but then I realized, you know what? He's bigger than the bank account. He's bigger than what the bill that's coming in. So I walked out to the truck, got my checkbook, wrote the amount, sewed it, and then within one week, I think, I don't even think it was a full week. I think it was over the weekend, I think, yeah. is what it was. And we had also purpose ourselves that we were going to sew time for ministry with the business. and. Within that weekend, I think it was like eight jobs came through that pretty much tripled the amount that I had sowed. Yeah. But it was because I was obedient. Even though at the moment I wasn't, I was arguing. Yeah. But then when I finally submitted submitted my flesh to what he was telling me to do and yeah. what my logical bank account was telling me, he came in and moved and really, I mean, supernaturally just... Yeah, yeah. Boom. Glory like, to God. And then the time was given two, to be able to do those jobs, still do what I was asked to do yeah. for the ministry. So, and it wasn't, it wasn't a hectic thing. Yeah. It was really easy. It's just this, this is God's way as Abigail comes up here. You know, this is God's way. I'm getting ready to put the link up here, and I want to tell you why, to where you could give and you can sow. But here, here's why I'm doing that. Because I'm, not, I'm not putting this link up for here for anybody who does not want to give. I'm not putting it up there. If you like, oh, I can't believe they're asking for money. If that's you, don't give because you're supposed to give out a cheerful heart. I don't want you to give wrongly. But there are some people going, hey, this is for me. I need to hear this day. I need to plant a seed and kickstart that. Mm-hmm. And if that's you, then this is, this is an avenue that you, can, that you can do it. So I'll, I'll pin that right there. It's uh, going. But... Uh, it's important. This is God's way. We see the same thing. Listen, there was a lady. Uh, there was a lady whose children were about to go into slavery, and what did God tell them? I want you to give. I want yeah. you to give. What do you have? You know, I don't have much, but I have the oil. Right? I have a little bit of oil. There's another lady. She's about to fix her last meal and die. He says, "Give it to me." 
you know, through the man of God. The man of God now is speaking for God, and he says, give it to me first. Well, that, you know, can you see the headlines on that? <laughs> Selfish minister wants you to give the last meal before you die. You know, well, she didn't die. You know, the little boy with the loaves and fishes. See, it's all throughout the Word. Uh, what do we have? We've got loaves and fishes. Here's, you know, Jesus takes little boy's lunch. See, you can twist it, but in the end, in God's way, hey, this is his system. Yeah. Why? Because it gets our eyes off of what we have, and we walk by faith, not by sight, and we start to sow in that way. So you had a situation, because we're teaching you, hey, Here's the thing. We don't want people to ever be in the place where they are completely yeah. destitute. They always know that they have a source because God is the great, a great source. He wants us to, to have grace abound to you, always having all sufficiency in everything, to have an abundance for every good deed. That's a promise to everybody. Yeah. How do we receive that? So tell your yeah. story. Um, so as you get older, you have more responsibilities. And I started, I had a car that I started driving to school and everything. And I had a certain amount that I needed to pay each month to help out with gas and insurance and all this stuff. And I don't know how much detail you want me to give. But I'll just, just a minute, one minute. All right. So a certain amount I needed to give, but I had no income. And I was a full-time student. Um, so I had to start believing on God to bring in that income. And so I had close to half of the amount, and I'm still, it's getting closer to when I have to pay this amount um, for the first month. And we're in a service, and there's a family with needs. It's and, like one week away. Yeah, it's, it's one week away, and I have to pay this amount, and I don't even have half of it yet. You have half of it one week away, mm -hmm. you have half of the amount, and yeah. you have no plans on mm -hmm. how to get the other one. You yeah. don't know. You've asked the Lord, but you don't have any answer right now. Yeah. And then... And then um, God told me to give everything I had to this family. And honestly, at that point, I put so much trust in him. I'm like, great, you're going to come through <laughs> in such a great way, bringing all this money within a week. So I literally emptied my wallet. Like, I had, like, two handfuls of change. Like, I mean, I gave them everything I had. And I had nothing after that and no income at all. And it gets down to the day that I need to pay the full amount, and I still had nothing in my wallet, nothing physically in my wallet yet. <laughs> but I knew that I had trusted on him, and he's the God who made the universe. He can supply me with this amount of money. And we go out to lunch with this family friend, um, this couple of ours, couple that's a family friend of ours. I don't want to word that weird. Um, and after lunch, they had no idea about my need. And they're like, we just felt like we should sew this into you. And they gave me the exact amount that I needed to pay that, <laughs> that same day. day. And then not even, I don't think it was a week later, uh, Paul and Jade actually needed me to babysit weekly for them and the amount that they were willing to pay me was the exact amount that I needed each month. Every single month. Yeah. And then, and I know like one month ago, you paid for like three months in advance. So yeah. now you're moving in overflow mm -hmm. and abundance and moving yeah. to that place. Yeah. This is God's way. That's, that's a 17-year-old high school student. You know, mm -hmm. it, that's, isn't it great to be 17 and learning these yeah 
Kingdom 101, so yeah. thank you. Thank you. So uh, this is God's way, mm -hmm. you know. I saw uh, Jessica come on and Chad, hey guys, and uh, Holly came on. This is God's way. This is how he works. This is what he does. So now we're, we've got like very short time uh, to share how do we receive now. So we've gotten to the place where we have accepted God's way. How do we get it to manifest right now? Right now. So we came up with three things. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to put them all up at one time, but three things. The first thing is, uh, when, if you're going to receive right now any promise of God, the first thing is you need to expect now. Yeah. You need to expect mm -hmm. right now. And so in Hebrews 11, it says this. In Hebrews 11, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now faith is the substance. In other words, I'm not believing. One, one problem I've seen with uh, Christians in church that start to get a revelation of God's way is they'll plant a seed, they'll sow something uh, for, for a need. They'll sow something in that way. But then they're always expecting it to come later. Like, I'm believing for it. Mm -hmm. And they're constantly believing. But they're never receiving. They're never yeah. harvesting. And he, tell, he tells us multiple times in the New Testament, he says, Now concerning sowing and reaping, giving and receiving. He matches them together. So don't just always be giving without going the whole distance and moving on into receiving as well. So sowing and receiving. And then the first step of receiving is you don't expect it always down the road. You expect it now. I'm belie I believe I have received in Mark 11. Mm -hmm. uh, it says, believe that you have received it. Not believe that I'm going to receive it. Believe that you have received it. Mark 11, 23, 24. Believe that you have received it. In other words, spiritually, I have that thing now. It's manifesting now. I'm expecting now. That was something Nicole and I had to do. Is like We're expecting something this year. By the end of this year. You know, things will be paid yeah. off, that kind of thing. No, not, not next year, not 20 years from now. We have it now, right? And believe now. Mm -hmm. that, so that's really step number one is believe now. And do you all have anything on that? Well, just when you sit on the word that faith comes in, it, and it, might, it takes being under the word constantly. Yeah. I mean, I've heard that from you I don't know how many times every Sunday morning, but then... You never know when that next time you hear it, it finally clicks. Like this year when we were down in South Carolina, yeah. Pastor Tracy, same thing I have heard so many times. But then finally, as like that last little chisel yeah. broke it open. And now when I got home, I woke my wife up and was like, it's here. Yeah. We're not waiting on it no more. Like that bill comes. It's not my <laughs> bill. It's his bill. That's we're good. not worrying about it. It's here. Yes. And since we got that revelation, that's how... We've seen it come in that way. Yeah. We sow, yeah. we, we reap. We sow, we reap. We're not yeah. waiting no more. Amen. Build your faith for now. Yeah. Br build now kind of faith. Yeah. Not, not 30 years from now. You know, even like Job. You know, they, they look at the story of Job. Scholars tell us that Job took place in uh, one to two years. It was not a lifetime mm -hmm. sentence on Job. It's actually a great story of victory in the end, and it wasn't a long period of time. But build your now faith, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Yeah, faith is a tool that God's given us to access His ways and His supply. And 
I think so many people, I believe so many people get discouraged because they look at where they're at and it's not where they want to yeah. be. But you have been given the power through God to change where you're at now. Where you're yes. at now is not forever. You can literally change whatever level you're at. Even if you're a multimillionaire, you can be a multi-quadrillionaire by putting mm -hmm. God's God's ways into practice for you. So it's not look at me and get discouraged or anything like that or look at pastor and get discouraged. It's you can have what God says yeah. you can have. He, period. He, the end. He's not a respecter of person. Exactly. No. That's what yeah. I was about to say. He is a respecter of faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He is a respecter of faith and that's, that's important to recognize. You know, so um, build your now faith. Now what is now faith, right? So in that same verse, Hebrews 11 uh, verse 1, it says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Or, in other words, faith is the support. Mm -hmm. You know, if this bottle is what I'm hoping for, a promise of God, uh, a harvest that I've sowed for, right? Uh, a character, a nature of God. He's my Savior. I'm hoping for that to manifest. Hope in the world's way is more like luck. Maybe mm -hmm. it will, maybe it won't. But that's not hope in the Bible, yeah. right? But it says that faith is the substance or faith is the support of things hoped for. So now faith says, I hope for it now and yeah. hope mm -hmm. is joyful, confident expectation. In other words, if I'm in now faith, then I'm going to have joy over that issue yep. now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if, I, if I'm in now faith, I have joy now. Right? If I don't have joy now, I'm not in now faith and yeah. now hope, right? Yeah. I'm not in expectation. I have confidence now. Not when I see it. I have yeah. it now. Yeah. Right? I have expectation. Hear this. Expectation now. Yeah. Not tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I have it now. This thing's mine now. You know, I go I go home. And I do this every day. And I've told this story, but I still do it. I've done it for years. Every day I go home and, and I look and I open the front door to make see if there's any packages or letters or just somebody wrote a check and said, hey, I wanted to bless you. Every day, I'm expecting something every single day. I've done it for years. I'll go in the side door. I go to the front door. I'm like, do I see anything? Did anybody leave me anything? I'm in expectation of a harvest yeah. every single day. Yeah. Who knows what you know? Who knows what good thing is waiting there? But I'm in expectation every day. I'm looking. I'm, yeah. I'm expecting something. I'm hopeful. I'm confident. God's moving. Oh well, this unexpected bill came up. You know, right now Abigail's got to get her car fixed because something broke on it. I need to get my car fixed because something's not working on it. All right, unexpected bills outside of budget. You know that kind of stuff. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I'm in. I'm confident. God's yeah. already made. I'm, there's plenty of seed. We've sowed plenty of seed in the ground. You know. I, I told them, and we are a sowing ministry. I told them last night. I said, if somebody walked in today and they gave, they paid off the building, they they gave us a hundred thousand dollars of video equipment, and they built a whole nother sanctuary on the other side, on the other side of that. That would be just a little bit of the seed we've sown as a ministry. We've already sown seed for all of that. We got seed 
in the ground, we are expecting today. Yeah. We are expecting today in our yeah. personal lives, in our ministry. We have now faith. That's why things are constantly coming. That's why we constantly have testimonies. We got now faith. Yeah. We got now hope. Expect it now. Yeah. I, I have joy over it. Mm -hmm. It's now. And now I have confidence now. Yeah. Yep. And it's not a one-time thing. It's continual, you know, yes, this expectation, yeah. it has to be continual because I've had now faith and then the next day I've had yesterday faith. <laughs> it, it was not now, it was that one time. But hope is continued expectation, continued yes. hope, continued expectation of the promise to come. And yes. as you continue and as you walk in joy, God can bring it to you and will bring it to you. Yes. But it's... It's up to us whether we drop that. Well, or not. many many people when they're just learning about faith, they'll they'll go into a service and they will literally have faith during the service. Yeah. But then they go home and they get the phone call from the creditor or something like that and they drop faith. Yeah. And so it is continued faith, continued now faith, continued now. Build yeah. your faith for now. Build it build it in that way. Yeah. So All right. So point number 2, how three ways to receive more you know, to go to a new level mm -hmm. and to receive it now. Uh, first way is expect now. Have hope, joy, confidence, expectation now. Uh, the second thing, and I'll pin this, is uh, be prepared to receive. Mm -hmm. Be prepared to receive. Uh, now this means build your skills, uh, position yourself. Be prepared to receive, right? So you think about it, um, let's see. There's several different ways. But I was thinking about Ruth. Do you remember in the story of Ruth where her uh, Naomi tells her, go and lay down and be there, uh, be there when he's ready? And he says, she basically says, go and lay at his feet and, and sleep there. Lay there at his feet and be ready. She was prepared to receive. I think about Hannah uh, in, in the temple with uh, the, the high priest was Eli. And it says she went there and was praying to God. And then she brought back, uh, brought back her son, you know, brought back Samuel, the prophet. And she was prepared. She was in the place to receive, right? Mm -hmm. She was in the place to receive. Be prepared to receive. Sometimes being prepared to receive is giving like David. David was prepared to receive because he was taking lunch to his brothers. He was he was serving. He was becoming a giver in his heart and then all of a sudden he's prepared to receive because God has prepared him. He's, he's skilled his hands. In Psalm 144 it says you you train my hands for war. So we give ourselves to skill. We, we give ourselves to these things. You're prepared mm -hmm. to receive. You know, uh, we need to make sure that we do the things, study the word to show ourselves approved. Yeah. A, a workman that needeth not be ashamed. Prepare, be prepared to receive. I, I got some other things to share on that in just a second, but. <laughs> do y'all have anything? We just did a staring contest to see who was going. Well, that's why being prepared, you have to know this. You have to know the word too. You have to know the word to stand on. So being prepared, you need to be in a service that's teaching you the true things of God. You need to be willing to give yourself to the things of God. Yes. Like somebody might not think parking lot serving in the parking lot at church is a big deal, but that servant heart is showing humility that hey, 
I'll do it. If nobody else wants to do it, then I will yes. be that person. And the word tells us, like, he honors that humility. I mean, that, that's something that we need to to believe in and stand on. And that's, I mean, to build your skills and all that, you have to be under the word. It, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Yes. And that faith building up is also, it's not just to receive stuff, but it's it's building you up to where you can get to that point to where you can be that giver too. Yes. So by learning those those concepts of serving, you get God honors that, and then He pours out into you. And it, I mean, Proverbs twenty two four, the reward of humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Yes, yeah. <laughs> humility. Uh, humility. Serving. Humility is being prepared to receive. Humility to the Word that God wants you to be a cheerful giver. That's that's being prepared to receive it's in that way. Yourself. Yeah. There, I'm gonna go a different direction with preparation in a second. Okay. Go ahead if you can. Well, I I just think about the story of the talents. Like God gives talents to people and he gives seed to people and he gives instructions to people, but it's what we do with them. You know, it's yeah. obedience that puts us in the place to be prepared. Like yes. I, I think of me, if God had God told me to move here and yeah. I had purposed in my heart to be a giver. But if I had been disobedient and stayed where I was, I wouldn't have anything have I have received. right now. Yeah. I wouldn't be yeah. where I am. I wouldn't have received it. I wouldn't have the life I did. Yeah. But that obedience places you in a position where Deuteronomy 28 can be reality to you. And yes. you can be the lender and not the, the borrower. Blessings. All blessings. the blessings yeah. come. Well, and so a lot of times, so many people will look at like Malachi chapter 3, verse 9 and 10, where it talks about, in, you know, uh, you've given us... Uh, you've robbed from me in yep. tithes and offerings, right? So in giving, in, in tithing and sowing yeah. is what that's talking about. He says, look, you've held back from me. But then he says, test me and see if I won't open for you the windows of heaven. So many people think that what God's going to do is as soon as I give, I just sit at home and God's going to just like dump on me, right? No, no, no. All throughout the word is blessing through obedience. It's obedience. Now, uh, so a lot of people say, well, I, you know, I don't have to work for God's goodness. No, but obedience is faith, and faith without works is dead. In other words, it's, it's I'm going to do what God tells me to do and be where he tells me to be because I believe that if I do that, then the blessing is going to be there. So God will give you an instruction, and he will, he'll give you the instruction, and he'll give you the power to do it. So he may tell people to fast, but they're like, I don't want to fast. But you don't understand when he tells you to fast, in that word is also the power yes. to fast. Yes. And so they're not prepared uh, to enter into the presence of God and receive the anointing because they're not obedient yes. to it and they're not blessed. When we give in Malachi 3, it says, I'll open up the windows. What he's saying is, I will show you the vision. Yeah. I will show you where to go, what to do, the business to have. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to receive? In other words, let's say, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pop up something here in just a second, but like um, Bartimaeus, blind Bartimaeus we were talking about last night. He hears, hey, Jesus is coming by this place. So he gets himself in position to receive. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we talked about is Paul said uh, there's a group of people, they didn't receive it as me saying it, but they were, he said they received it as I spoke by the Holy Spirit. They received it as what it really is, God speaking to them. Yep. 
If you have a church on fire and anointed, Jesus will be speaking through that minister every single week. Are you in a position to receive? And there's a difference between watching online and being there. Are you prepared to receive? Are you prepared to receive? There's a different anointing. Ask the people in the jail in Acts chapter 16 when Paul and Silas start singing uh, praises to the Lord and all of their bonds fall off. It was their faith. Are you around the people? Are you prepared to receive? Yeah. Are you, if God said, hey, I want to give you a million dollars of income this year. Oh, great, God. How, how are you going to do that? Well, you've got to have a business ready. Are, do you have a business where I can pour out favor on you? Are you prepared? Right. Have you taken? Yes, you do. Amen. <laughs> Are you prepared to do that? So one of the things that we talked about last night is, hey, there's an app called the Cash App. If somebody, you know, I heard somebody talking about this, I was instantly convicted. And uh, I said, I got to get it. I went and got it right then. He said, I'm going to put up a link here. I'll do it right now. Boom. All right, there's two links for two different things. One is the Cash App. Cash App is a really easy way for people to give, uh, to give money to each other. Do you have that app? So if I said right now, hey, I want to give you $1,000, can you receive it? Yes. You can because you got the app last night. Can you receive it? You see, do you have the Cash App? Do you have that app? Are you prepared? Now, that, that's not the only way to do it, but as soon as I talked about it last yeah. night, several people went. Give it to me. Send me that thing. And actually, when you do it, they give you money if you sign up uh, for it. The other thing is, I was, you know, Bitcoins. There's people buying and selling stuff all over the world in Bitcoin. And a couple of weeks ago, the Lord said, can the church receive Bitcoin? I went, no, not at the moment. I was like, oh, man, are you prepared to receive? People can send you money from anywhere all over the world in that. And right now, one Bitcoin is worth 10,000. Well, that was last night. Who knows? I haven't looked at it this morning. And uh, $10,100, one Bitcoin. It used to be one Bitcoin was a quarter of one cent. A guy bought uh, $25 approximately, two pizzas, with 10,000 Bitcoin. Do you know what that would be worth today? $101 million last night is what it would have been worth. He, I bet he wishes Talk he could have those. eating your seed. Yeah, <laughs> eating your seed. If he'd have held on to 10,000 Bitcoin, it'd be worth $101 million last night about 9 o'clock. Are you prepared to receive? Like if somebody said right now, hey, I want to give you $100,000 in Bitcoin, I'd be like, Here, here's... Here's where to send it, right here. I'm ready to receive. Are you prepared? Are you in the place? Do you have the business? Have, have you been a tither and a sower so that when God opens up the windows, you see what to be obedient to? Yeah. So like he said to me, because our church is a tither and a giver, I'm just sitting there praying. I'm reading the word of a couple weeks ago. He says, can the church receive Bitcoin?" Man, I'm, I'm getting my now faith on it. Now, I believe somebody's going to send a huge amount, $100,000 million in Bitcoin to the church. Why? Because I know when God says something like that, he's preparing you yeah. to receive. Yeah. You know, uh, are we prepared to go overseas if God tells us to go overseas? You know, well, if you don't have a passport, you're not. Yeah. So several years ago, he said, do you have a passport? I'm like, no. He said, well, you should get one. I went and got one. Well, then I sat there for a while. But when I heard the voice of the Lord go over to the Philippines, I was ready to go. 
I was prepared to receive the command. I was prepared to receive uh, the blessing that goes along with it. Are we prepared to receive? So if you want to receive uh, now, you want to make sure, uh, number one, that you expect and hope in faith and hope mm -hmm. now. You expect yeah. now. Number two, be prepared to receive. Build skills <laughs> and position yourself. Every time you say be prepared, I think of Scar from like. And this one is real simple, but the third way here, the third way of receiving more and now is to take action. Mm -hmm. You have to take action. In other words, when God says something, you have to take action. Think about it with Bartimaeus, right? He's sitting there, everybody around him saying, nah, don't bother Jesus. He knows. He's prepared. Yep. He, he's sitting there and he says, this is not just Jesus of Nazareth. This is not just Jesus, uh, Joseph and Mary's son. This is Jesus, the promised one, the Messiah yep. who has healing in his wings. Yep. And then he speaks it. He's prepared and he takes action. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. I recognize who you are. Even though I can't see you with my physical eyes, I see you with my expectation, my now yeah. faith. And he reaches out with his faith and takes action. And right there he says, calls him. Now everybody that was around him going, shut up, shut up. Now they're like, oh, he calls for you. you know. And they're saying, hey, here, go up there. He receives. He throws away his beggar's coat. Because he knows, I'm about to get healed. Yeah. And he walks up, he gets healed, and now he can mm -hmm. see. The lady with the oil, right? She was prepared. She went and grabbed all the vessels like the man of God says. She was prepared. As much, hear this, as much as she was prepared was as much as she received. Yeah. Not more, not less. According to her preparation and obedience, taking action, she was blessed. Now, it was a huge blessing, supernatural, but it stopped when it went beyond her preparation. Yeah. Ooh, that's some good stuff. All those people that dropped out early, they don't know what they missed. Well, that's kind of like um, when we prepared. were in Houston and Pastor Tracy was talking about uh, the bill that you don't know where the money is coming from. Be prepared. Go ahead and write that check. Stick it on your refrigerator because yes. that money's coming. Yes. You are prepared to receive that money because that check's already written for that yes. bill. Yes. So therefore, you're putting action behind it on your faith that that money's coming in. You've already got the yes. action taking place on it. Now the only other action is receiving it. Receiving it, yeah. It's prepared. It's taking the action. Mm -hmm. Faith without works is dead. You've got to be. In other words, the windows are open to show you what to do, but then you step through that door. You yeah. step through that window of vision by faith, and you're prepared. And that's a great point. You don't put the, the, the rubber check in the mail yet, but yeah. you get it ready. You get, yeah. hey, this is already paid for. I've yeah. already, exactly. I believe I have received it. I have it in my spirit. It's on the way yep. now, you know. Yeah. Uh, we had a testimony a couple weeks ago with Johnny and Holly, and uh, they were believing God for something. They didn't know it, but they already had the solution. But the whole time they had yeah. the solution, for two weeks, it, the solution was already handled, but they didn't have a of it yet because they didn't get a phone call. But the solution was already there. But all during that two weeks, they were tempted with everything to sit back and say, uh, oh, well, I don't know what we need to do. I don't know what. Their action was, rest in me. Trust me. You did. You were obedient to what I said. Now just believe. And yeah. all of a sudden, here comes the solution. They're like, glory to God. They received. They had reception. Yeah. 
Well, it reminds me, uh, there's something right now that George and I are believing for, and we've gone to pastors a couple times uh, to find out how to receive it. And one of the, we're believing for new vehicles. And so one of the things that, I don't remember if it was you or Pastor Nicole, but one of y'all told us, do you know what kind of cars you would like? Like, yeah. do you know what that next thing is? Mm-hmm. Like, have you yeah. sought it out? Like, what what is that? So we've actually gone into dealerships and have driven through the parking lots, and we're like, yes. I like how this yeah. looks, and this looks nice, and the next step is going to be test driving them. That's so that what way we, we got to go do, too, is I'm a, I want to go test drive it, see if I actually yeah. like it, or I just like the looks of it. Yeah, but, I mean, one of the... It, it makes the whole reason I say that is because it makes me think of the times where I was just waiting for Jesus to talk yeah. to me out of heaven himself. Oh, and okay, me. Lord, give me a word, tell me what it is. I'm waiting, like speak. Yeah. <laughs> and your pastors do that, the people in your life do that. Like God speaks through other people. So don't just take action when God Himself booms it into your bedroom. Listen to your shepherds, listen to every, your people. Yeah. Like yeah. Obey what you hear, not just in the massive supernatural way. Obey it from who you're supposed to listen to. (laughs) Well, you know, if I'm ministering here on Sunday morning and I'm being moved by the Holy Ghost, not by Brian, uh, then that's not Brian talking. That's the Holy Spirit talking, and he's talking to whoever will listen, right? Mm -hmm. Even this past week, we had a great example of this. Marky came up after and she said, what is it that you said here? And I said, you know... I don't remember because as I was speaking, I wasn't coming out of my brain. I was coming out of my spirit. I had not planned on saying that. I need to go back and listen to it. And what it shows you is it wasn't just Brian's logic. It wasn't just my thinking. The Holy Ghost was feeding that just like when you're speaking in tongues. He was feeding those English words. He was speaking to the people. And I remembered saying that point going, wow, that's really strong. I need to write that down later on. But then she asked me what it was afterwards, and I didn't remember because it's not something I had committed to memory. I was flowing by the Holy Ghost, you know. And uh, that's Jesus is talking to his people every week by anointed men and women of God that are flowing by the Holy Ghost. The question is, are we taking action? Are we in the place to receive it? Are we prepared? Are we prepared to receive? Are we believing now? And are we taking action on those things? Pastor Tracy, when he was here speaking of him, he was talking to Paul, um, but he was talking about sewing in chunks and George and I had missed it. Actually, we had, the Lord had told us an amount to sew in to pay for the building. And so we had been waiting for the full amount instead of just (laughs) sewing. So almost, we've tried to do it every week, but as the Lord has led us, we're sewing in part and we're going to keep going because the Lord's told us an amount. And so it's not... I've I've done it wrong so many times of waiting for the massive supernatural mm-hmm. instead of taking the steps to get the there. The step now. Yeah. See, if we're in now faith, we'll take steps yeah. that we can now, yeah. like getting the check ready. Yeah, yeah, and like going back to like the vehicles, sometimes your brain will put your your what right. you think is yes. supposed to happen in place of what God is trying to do in the yes. situation. It's like when we started the business, I was determined I was going to go buy me a brand new truck. I was going to get a diesel. I had already went and I... You had a bias. Exactly. Yeah. I had went and test drove the Chevy. I went and test drove the Dodge. I wasn't going to touch Ford. It was one of those two. I was going to buy one of those two brand new. 
And then as it got closer to the time to go get one, I was like, he was moving on me and Jade. And this was, once again, him, him with his thinking and his knowledge that he has and where he was trying to get me yeah. versus where my flesh was trying to keep me. Yeah. If I would have done that, could I have done it? Yes, financially, we could have done it. Yeah. But would it have allowed us to give where we needed to give to get where we are now? It wouldn't have. But in that situation, he met me, and I was actually on a, I had decided I was going to buy used, and I was still dead set. I'm getting a diesel. I'm getting a diesel. Like, I need it. Da, da, da. And everything that I was finding in that price range that he had showed me yeah. was not worth it. The mileage was high. This was that. And then my grandfather calls me who has something that's yes. an 05, but the mileage was only 80,000 miles. Yeah. On that diesel. Four, on, on, four wheel drive, everything that I needed, the power that I needed and everything yeah. for less than what yeah. he had told me not to go over. Yeah. So then that allowed us to step further into giving and so into different other different areas, That's, which opened up the door huge. But if I would have not listened and be right. obedient and let my my will yeah. say overrule his will, then we would have never received the things that we've received. Yeah. We would have never been able to take the steps up that we've taken up. Yeah. And I think that's, that's where a lot of people do miss it in finances. They, sometimes we think, well, God's gonna give it to me. He's gonna give me the best of it. It's not necessarily. He gives you what you yes. need in that moment because he's prepping you for something else down the road. Yeah, he knows, he can see the big picture. And, and that goes with what you do. were saying with the open yeah. the windows. He has a vision, he's gonna show you the vision. That's well, it. the vision wasn't with what my vision was. But yeah. when I, I stepped into the vision that he was showing me, then it produced more fruit than what my vision would have shown. Hey, so you can't good. be logical with any of this, like worldly logic anyway. Yeah. You can't bring that no. in because it doesn't line up. It doesn't make sense to give. Yes. If it if it's doesn't meet your need, it's seed. Like yeah. that, that doesn't make sense. That's where it shifts yeah. to trust in God. Yeah. Lord, I'm not trusting. Yeah. I'm not necessarily trusting the man that's up front. I'm trusting you in what you're doing. I'm trusting your word. I'm trusting your uh, kingdom mechanisms. I'm trusting your system. Yeah. I'm trusting you to provide for me. Yeah. And uh, you're using this person standing in front of me as the vehicle, but it's you that I'm trusting in that way. And when we do it, just this week, just this week, I was telling somebody this on Monday. This morning, they're like, you'd be amazed at what God's doing. This is awesome. I thought, I thought I had to go out there and do all this different stuff, but I just am trusting him and being obedient to what he's told me or not doing anything beyond what he's told me, but I'm doing exactly yeah. what he's told me, no more, no less. And he's showing up. He's providing. Just on the way over here, I get, I get a text, $3,600 extra. Amen. Just, just this today awesome. that happened because this person entered into rest, yeah. you know, was relieved of a bill, $3,600, supernatural, just, you know, mm -hmm. debt that would have been debt That's cancellation awesome. because of that, because we learn to trust God. It's his way. It's his yeah. system. Yeah. So, And amen. trusting God's not sowing what he tells you to sow and then getting anxious. Yes. And going, oh, well, I, I shouldn't have done that. No, so that is doing what he's told you to do and then trusting him. If you yes. trust him, then... You're not going to get worried, well, that bill's not going to pay. You trust fully in him. Yeah. I think one of the biggest ways I started learning that lesson um, was when I moved here. I, 
basically when I yeah. moved here, everything. <laughs> but when we would go out to lunch on Sundays, um, my job paid well, but I still had stuff I needed to pay for. And we would go out as a church family. And there would be some Sundays that my flesh didn't want to go, like, because I didn't know how to pay for it. And I'd go and be like, okay. Okay, I'm going to, and without fail, I know it's my flesh every time because my flesh would say, find the cheapest thing on the menu and buy the cheapest thing. And I'm like, okay. And so I would, and every time, I kid you not, every time that would be the week that somebody else paid for me. But he told you to go. He told me to go. Yeah. He told but me to go. you were uncomfortable, yeah. My flesh was uncomfortable. Yeah. So my flesh told me, just order the cheapest thing. Doesn't matter if you like it, just buy that. And every week that I, I do that, yeah. someone would buy it for me. And I learned, stop okay. it. Trust yeah. God. Let him lead mm -hmm. you in all things. Yeah. And, and it started working out. But that was my marker of... Am I thinking cheap? Am I thinking yeah. poverty? Am I thinking lack? Or am I trusting that God's going to work it out? If I pay yeah. for it, somebody else pays for it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, am I trusting that it's going to be enough? So I put up the giving link again because there's certain people that are saying, golly, I needed this and I need to kickstart my finances. And here's how you do it. Now, again, I'll say it again. If you're sitting there going, oh, he's talking about giving and stuff like that. I'm not talking to you about giving. I'm talking to the people that actually are trusting yeah. what God says about it who want to give cheerfully. Um, because some people are saying, I need to do this. I trust the Lord. I trust his ways. And I want to give right now. And yeah. that's the thing. When you are under an anointing, you can feel faith rising in you. That is a moment that you need to take action on, which is the third step here. Look, expect now. Have now faith, now hope. Expect now. Uh, two, be prepared to receive. And then three, take action. When that anointing is there, when that command is there, take action on it. This is how we receive more and move to new levels yeah. in God in, in stuff and spiritual stuff. Whether it be tangible or spiritual, mm -hmm. this is how we go to new levels now and this is how we receive now yeah. is you put these things in place. So this has been a great episode. Praise God. I'm just sitting here thinking of all the testimonies and like which ones to share. Yeah. I know. We, we can, it's that, over so like, oh, which one? Because I just yeah. put up a Facebook status this morning of a, a status that I had five years ago with me and Jade and uh, how we yeah. thought we were moving up and I was just like, wow, that was that was that was not even a drop. We're still not even a drop in the yeah. bucket of what he's trying to get to. We're just like, now starting just... scratching the surface, and we have so many testimonies. Like I don't know where to stop yeah. start yeah. at. You know this building. I know. Yeah, <laughs> it's just there's thing after thing chairs. after thing. Yeah, the yeah. the video chairs. equipment. You know, just all yeah. all the chairs are huge testimony <laughs> to what God's done. I mean, it's just thing after thing after thing. This is God's way. He's got some great stuff. Yeah. So. We need to make a thing that says watch the replay of this okay. for uh, social media because yeah. you, people don't know what they missed. And um, glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> so, and you know, the testimony I gave about somebody got 3,600 mm -hmm. to leave. They were like, you know, because this was somewhat new, what I was telling them is they said, man, I was under so much pressure <laughs> to go and make something happen. Yeah. This is one of the ways to not receive now is start is start thinking and yes. trying to figure it out yes. in your head instead of waiting on the Lord to, to give you a command. Like, I can hear people now thinking, oh, I'm going to lunch on Sunday. Right. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. She heard from the Lord yeah. and she yeah. knew it was God. You get out there and you hadn't heard from God, guess what? You'll be like, uh, better put on some dishwashing gloves. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Take time and pray. Yeah. 
Yeah, take time. Hear from the Lord, but when you hear from Him, move. be obedient. Yeah, move. Then. Don't wait. Move on that anointing. Follow yeah. the anointing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow that power of God. So, y'all have anything before we wrap up? Man, what a great, what a great one. Amen. Well, we just thank you for being here with us. We praise God for you. And may you receive now. Lord, we just pray right now. Every seed that was sown today, whether they, they've sowed it in while we're live or they do it later, Lord, let it be blessed. Pressed down, shaken together, running over shall men give to your bosom. Let that kickstart happen now in their finances in Jesus' name. Let it happen now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for it. Lord, let them receive now and let them receive more of your promises. Not something out beyond you, Lord, but exactly what you promised, exactly what you have in store for them. Let them receive more, move to new levels, and let them receive now. And if you believe that, say, Father, I believe it. I receive that now. I'm not waiting on it. I'm moving up. I'm moving into more. And I'm receiving now. In Jesus' name. I expect now. I expect now. I have now faith. I have now hope. Joy, confidence, and expectation. Joy, confidence, and expectation. I am preparing myself to receive. I am preparing myself to receive. I'm going to get in the place to receive. I'm going to get in the place to receive. And when I hear from you, because I'm spending time with you, I'm going to take action and be obedient. I'm going to take action and be obedient. Lord God, and I will receive now. I will receive now. And more. And more. Amen. Listen, God wants you to receive more and he wants you to receive now because 2 Corinthians 9, 8, out of an abundance, he wants you to have that abundance to do every good work, to do every good deed. You can be a part of what God is doing, but you can't do it without abundance. Mm. That's a word. (laughs) We love you. Have a great day. Share the broadcast. Are you prepared to receive uh, the winning next week? Are can't you be per- prepared if you don't you share. Can't be, man, say that one more time. <laughs> can't be I don't prepared if you don't share. One more time. Can't be prepared if you don't share. Oh, my goodness. Woohoo! <laughs> no, really? that was good. That was good. <laughs> She's just smiling. I mean, I was thinking when he was praying, I was thinking, moving on up. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel that faith rising oh, yeah. into yeah. that anointing. I can feel it. Glory well, to God. that's something that came out during prayer yesterday too. Oh, finances. Man. And so like Did it's, it? yeah, it, wow. there was a vision of chains breaking off the church that have held back prosperity from coming. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what exactly what we talked about last night, not knowing that that's what you talked about. So Prayed cool. Awesome. The vault is open. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The, God, we're not waiting on God. No. Nope. He's waiting on us. He's already done it. He said, that's why I was talking about this in 2 Peter 1. He said, I have given you everything pertaining to life and godliness, to fullness and, and life. I blessed you, Ephesians 1 3. I blessed you with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're not waiting on no. God. God's waiting no. on us. To, yep. And both of those places say, I'm waiting on you to actually get full knowledge of me so that you can move into the fullness of yeah. it. 
This is like PS episode. And if right you're here. not like part of Boomerang and <laughs> oh, you don't man. understand sewing into this, this is literally this is ground to sew into. It's like yeah. you have a seed, like a cucumber seed. This is soil that you're sewing into, That's and the true. Lord just commanded this soil to prosper. Yeah. So if you're sewing in here, guess what? You're gonna reap prosperity because that's how God works. I see Josh Udi. Hello, Candace. Uh, Madeline, how are you? Good to see you. We just praise God for you. Listen, have a great week. Share the broadcast. Anybody that shares the Facebook between now and next Wednesday, uh, you can win a $25 gift card. We love you. And hey, if you've won one of the gift cards, take a picture yes. with your smiling face and send it to us uh, so that we have that. I'd love to see them. So. I'll show you Billy's because I got a lot from oh, did DJ you? Romero. <laughs> we love you, Billy. All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye.